the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host, and I'm glad to be with you today as I am every day right here on KKLA 99.5 from 3 to 5 each and every weekday. Good to be with you. You can call and join the conversation. The number is 888-LA-TALKS. That's 888-528-2557 if you want to join our conversation. 888-528-2557. You can also send me an email at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. Did you hear about the uh, gas station that was selling gas for uh, 69 cents a gallon up in Northern California, not too far away? You could have driven up there and actually bought some gas and come home. 69 cents a gallon. They fired the manager of that place. It was a mistake, apparently. He was, uh, you know, changing the prices like you do now, sometimes several times a day. And uh, he put the decimal in the wrong place. Instead of $6.99, he put 0.69. And uh, people bought gas for uh, 69 cents. And that went on for three hours, costing the station uh, $16,000 in revenue. Um, Here's a question for you. I got a question. Okay. And you can call and tell me what you think about this. Uh, Is that if you are buying gas at 69 cents, you walk, you drive into a place, what would you do? You see that it's 69 cents a gallon. You, and you look around. Here's what people did. They went in. And not only did they buy gas, but they texted all of their friends. You got to get in here and buy gas at 69 cents. And tons of people went to this gas station looking for gas. Here's a question. Is that stealing? What is the moral thing to do? What is the right thing to do? Uh, do you feel like you just have a right because uh, that's what the advertised price is? Is that the way it is? Should you have gone in? What would you have done? Really? I've kind of, you know, in my mind, I would have thought the guy's going to come out of the wall and ask me that question. Why did you think it was really 69 cents? When was the last time you saw a 69 cent gas anyway? Call me up. Tell me what you think. What would you do? Would you have bought the gas? Would you have gone inside to warn them? Do you think oh, those those um, oil companies, they deserve it? 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Give me a call and let me know what you think. Would you buy the 69 cent gas and take off? Tell your friends what would you do. Lots of people just bought it. Go ahead and uh, here's some customers who uh, were interviewed on TV. Go ahead and play clip number one. What yeah, I looked at the numbers and I seen it was 69 cents a gallon. So you know what I did? I hit that button and it started pumping and the dollar sign just stayed low. Turned into a, like a circus within a matter of minutes. You know, I think within a matter of minutes, right? So what people did was they saw 69 cents pulled right in there, got gas and told all their friends. And in a matter of minutes, if you got a text or you saw on Twitter or your Facebook or something that, hey, gas is only 69 cents, what would you think? And what would you do? I think it's an interesting an interesting question. You know, what do you think you would actually do? 888-528-2557. I thought about this uh, because there also was a story today uh, about morality in the United States. It came out from the Gallup organization and uh, really wondering what is it that Um, people are thinking as far as um, the direction we're heading with respect to morality in the United States. 
And for the first time, 50% of the people think that uh, our morality is lacking in the United States. I'm surprised that it's only 50%, frankly. Uh, and then the numbers break down. But 50% said that our, our moral approach to things in the United States is poor. That's how the uh, Gallup organization uh, went about it. They didn't say our moral values are poor. They didn't say they didn't just ask religious people or ask Christian people. They just asked Americans, uh, what is your opinion about U.S. moral values? How would you describe them? What is the state of U.S. moral values? And the question was uh, answered in such a way as to say that they're they're poor. Uh, 50% said poor. Another 30% said, 37% said only fair. So 50% of Americans rated the overall state of moral values in the United States as poor. Another 37%, so we're already up to 87%, say it's only fair. You know, meaning, eh, I wouldn't say poor, but it's not too good. Uh, the other, then 1% think the state of moral values is excellent. So there's only 1% who said excellent. That 1% is the Amish. Or, you know, some group of people that has no idea what's going on out there. The Amish actually do, come to think of it, uh, have some idea of what's going on out there. They probably wouldn't have answered too well. I mean, how, who, who says excellent? You've got to be joking, I think, if you put down uh, excellent in that survey. You know, what's the state of uh, morality in the United States? Oh, I think it's excellent. You know, maybe you're not joking. Maybe you like the fact that we are moving so far away from any sort of morality, any sort of of um, view of right and wrong, you're so sold out to the notion that everything is a social construct, right? Everything's a construct, and so therefore, if everything is a construct and there's no God, then there really is no right and wrong. Right and wrong is constructed by by the society, by whom in the society anyway? Who makes those decisions? If there's no God, then who's the one who makes the decisions that certain things are right and wrong? Some people are saying those decisions are sort of made in group. It's systemic. 1% thinks the state of moral values in the United States is excellent. 12% good. So only 13% totally had any sort of positive view of the moral state of America. I think that's probably you know legit. The 13%, uh, who knows what they're – they must be – if they're serious. Maybe they're not even serious. If they are, that must be their attitude. Uh, tell me if you think so. You can call me up. Tell me what you think about that. Number is 888-528-2557. And so with the gas price story, the 69-cent gas at the gas station, that raises a question that I have. If we can talk about ethics for a minute, what is the right thing to do? If you came across the gas station, like they did up there, I think, in the Sacramento area, and it is 69 cents a gallon, you know that's a mistake, or you think something's going on, right? I might have thought, I feel like a few years ago when the the gas prices hit uh, – about $5. If you remember that, they, they did briefly hit 5 bucks, not nationally, but here in California, uh, a few years ago. There were a couple of radio stations who did a promotion, you know, of some kind of cheap gas, and then, um, you know, it would only be cheap for like an hour or something. So get down there for the hour, and it was some kind of promotion, and maybe they were donating the money to charity or something. I forget what it was, but you know, for three hours, people are coming to the gas station getting gas. The gas station manager didn't know it, and unfortunately, he was fired uh, for that, it would cost the company $16,000, I suppose that you would. 888-528-2557 is the number. John from Montebello, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello. Hi, John. What do you think about this? What's the right well, thing to do? All, I used to work at a gas station, ah. and I know the advertisement versus the, the actual 
um, meter on the pump it should it doesn't reflect whatever's on the advertisement, uh, you know, outside. However, if if it was me, I would verify it to the person, the salesperson, or the cashier, or the manager if that is correct. Mm. And if it's not correct, and then you know, at least I put it in their attention that it, if there's something wrong here, it's point sixty nine. There's no yeah. way unless you're promoting something, or you know, fundraising or whatever. So you wouldn't you wouldn't just say, oh wow, sixty nine cents, and not think about it. You would know something was wrong. Correct. Yeah, because you know when you see a sale price or something in any store, like a refrigerator, it's two hundred dollars. I I would like to verify this two hundred dollars because it's probably priced wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, usually they give you the correct price. I mean, you know, the two hundred dollars pricing if it's on the error. However, they'll make the adjustment. At least, you know, it doesn't take three hours to find out, hey, you know, thousands of people already pumped their gas, and then three hours later, you know, somebody caught it. That's, you know, that's unfortunate for the guy that got fired. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I'm, I am surprised that it took three hours to figure out why, we're, why are we so busy and crowded all of a sudden. Somebody had to come in and say something, right? Right. Or the cashier or the manager or the person... It's working. That's the, you know you have to give them the accountability too. I mean, you know, something's wrong. Why all these people is lining up? And you know, yeah, it's it's something's wrong here. Something's right. wrong here. All right, John. Thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. If you want to join our conversation, you know, I'm interested in the dynamic of what happened there. Uh, John says that he would have gone in and said, "Hey, is this really the price? You know what's going on." And uh, I wonder if somebody would do the same, but they would have filled up first. Hey, I just filled up for sixty nine cents a gas, uh, sixty nine cents a gallon. Uh, is that right? Like, if you if you if you fill up first, is it stealing? Then, like, you know, it's wrong. That's the thing I think is interesting, right? Is everybody filling up there? They must have had some sense. This is a mistake. Now, maybe there was some rumor going around that it was some kind of you know promotion or something, but didn't somebody go in the store and say anything? Didn't somebody go in there? Maybe everybody in there, it would have to be a party atmosphere, right? I mean, 69 cents a gallon. I think in my life, at some point in the 80s, after kind of all the crises went away and the inflation was dealt with and the oil problems were dealt with in the early 80s, gas prices tanked. It was just something as a kid you remember because you watched the prices go down. And I think they got up to a whopping dollar ninety nine a gallon, but then they went down. And I remember one gas station. I have the picture in my mind: fifty nine cents a gallon, and that's the lowest I remember it ever getting. And then it kind of crept up, and it was ninety nine cents for a long time. It was a long time before, as I recall, I was a kid, you know, and I wasn't driving or paying the bills, so maybe I have it a little wrong. But as I recall, it took about it took a while before that got up over a dollar again, and a long time before it got to be two dollars a gallon. Um. So what do you do? And here's just the question. Is it stealing? So if you went there and you got the gas and you took off and you got the gas and you called your friends and you said, hey, come over and get some gas. People came back with gas canisters and just filling up their gas canisters. Is that stealing? Like, or is it, hey, that's the advertised price. That's what I'm going to pay. I've mentioned before I worked for a company. We called it Came Apart. And uh, when I worked at Came Apart, the, the, pricing on things was still done by hand. 
And one of the reasons that company is not around anymore is is companies often fail to upgrade when new technologies come around and then the competitor comes to town. They've upgraded the computers and everything, and so everything's faster and cheaper, and then it's hard to stay in business because you can't keep the prices the same. We used to actually have to take stickers and put them on these little tags and tag every single item on the shelf with these you know black numbers that we'd put on a white background that said Kmart, and then we'd apply it to different things. And I remember when when Walmart came to town, uh, big scary Walmart was the idea, and I was part of some kind of corporate espionage where I had to go into the Walmart and start writing down all their prices. One of the things I noticed was, hey, their their price tags are printed digitally, you know, it's automatic. And I learned that uh, the corporation would just sort of print out the prices, and then all you had to do as the employee was go slide them on the right thing. Um, what happens if? So what would happen sometimes is the stickers would come off, or we actually had customers who would move the stickers around and say, uh, yeah, that's a TV. I want to buy it. It says it's uh, $29. Uh, no, you took off the zero. It's really $290. No, there's no zero, and it's false advertising. You've got to give me that. People tried that all the time. And, uh, you know, some people are the ones who pulled off the sticker, and sometimes we saw them take off the sticker. Other times somebody else took off the sticker, but they left the sign up there, and we never saw it. And then you had a stream of people demanding their $29 TV. Uh, does the business then have to honor that? Now, if it's off by a little bit, I suppose, you know, for good customer service, you'd probably do that. Um, anyway, I'm curious. I think that's an interesting question. 888-528-2557. Robin from Redondo Beach. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Hi, Robin. What do you think? How are you? I'm doing great today. So what yeah, do you think? I've never called in before, but I would like to say to me, yes, is stealing. Uh-huh. And um, I wouldn't say anything right then because I feel like I would probably get mobbed by the other customers. So I would leave and I would call the station and let them know. Uh-huh. That's interesting thinking. So you wouldn't go in because you don't want to be the, the uh, spoiler. And, uh, some well, people... you never know what these people might do, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So I would leave, and then when I was safely away, I would call them and let them know. Okay. You're wrong. You're stealing. Yeah, I, I think that's a great way to look at it. I hadn't thought about that. I was talking with some people about this today, about all the different options of what you could do. And uh, that's an interesting option from Robin that uh, you don't want to get beat up, right? You might be really ruining somebody. In today's world, people are crazy. Hey, I mean, and they're crazy at the at the mini mart, right? They're in there. They got their sixty nine cent gas, and uh, they're loading up on Twinkies and Zingers and Ding Dongs and uh, you know whatever else they're getting at the uh, mini market. Maybe buying some lottery tickets. And in comes Robin to say, "Did you know the price is wrong out there? Yeah, you could be in danger." Um, but you're doing the right thing, I think, uh, Robin. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. And uh, we're talking about the 69-cent gas at a Shell Station in Northern California. And lots of people for three hours came in to fill up their gas at 69 cents a gallon. And that was not the right price. The station manager, when changing the price, changing it upward, of course, whenever he did that, he put the decimal in the wrong place. Instead of $6.99, it became 0.69 and uh, 69 cents a gallon. And people um, bought their gas and about took them three hours to figure it out. And the station owner fired them. Uh, so he's out there looking for a job. And, uh, you know, that's terrible, too, because that's just a mistake. I can imagine making that mistake, you know, just such an easy thing. What, I, what I'm what i not sure about is why it took three hours to figure it out. Is that station always that busy? It had to be party, right? I'm, I'm 
not really joking about somebody going in and getting all the goodies and snacks and lottery tickets, buying whatever, because, you know, 69 cents a party all of a sudden. 888-528-2557. And in the, in the backdrop of this is a Gallup survey that came out today saying that over 50% of Americans rate U.S. moral values as poor. I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, 37% only fair. So 87% of Americans, you know, moral, our moral values are, are not very good. 50% actually said poor. And that's interesting too, right, is that, okay, 87% not really in favor of where it's going. Only 13% have any sort of positive. Only 1% said excellent. Another 12 um, not sure what, and this is, like I said, it's not a Christian poll, right? It's, it's not a poll of Christians or religious people. It's just a poll of Americans. What do Americans think about this? I wonder how often we think about moral values in general. And when we think about moral values, like the, the group of people, 87% say moral values bad headed in the wrong direction in the United States, 87%. Do they include themselves in the 80s? Is it only 13% of the people have bad moral values, but the rest of us? See, it's kind of the same thing that, you know, this year might be a difference, but most years, most people who are in public office, for example, in Congress or whatever, Congress always has a terrible approval rating, right? Throw the bums out, and that's what people think. Congress is bad, those terrible people in Congress, blah, 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 blah. But then they say this, then they say, but not my congressperson. My congressperson is great. And so the only one that you, you get to vote for, you vote for that person. And then that happens in most of the other districts. And that's why Congress people usually get completely uh, reelected. Uh, in the last you know, few years, we've had some pretty big waves. You know, everyone's predicting a big red wave this year, uh, which I think is definitely likely. I mean, somebody won last night in Texas in a primary in a um, runoff election, uh, a special election, a Republican one in a district that the Democrats have had for 100 years straight. So, you know, so that's that's an indicator. But it's only June, you know, November or maybe October is what you got to say now because of the mail-in ballots and people voting early. In politics, that's, in a, that's a long way away. You have no idea what people might be thinking, what might be the headlines and, and the issues there. So I'm wondering, though, and that's kind of how we feel about Elected officials is sometimes the other elected officials are bad, but mine is good, and that's why we always keep our elected officials. That's why it's hard to vote them out. Do you think when people say this, they're including themselves? Are people saying, "Oh yeah, America's uh, values are going in the wrong direction," but not my values? My values are are definitely in the right direction. And then what does that mean? My my values. How does that work? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. Dennis from Southern California. What are your thoughts about this, Scott? How are you? I'm good, Dennis. How are you? Good, good. Hey, you know, I've never worked at a gas station, but I'm just going to throw out what my theory was in hearing the story: is that the person hated his job because if you just put the numbers up on the sign, that doesn't correlate with what the, the price uh, at the, the pump is. You have to input that twice. I think the person probably did it twice, and basically is that's his way of getting back at an owner that maybe has uh, maybe is a disgruntled employee. So you so think again, it was on purpose? You think topic, he, you think he did that on purpose? Well, you have to do it twice. How can you make the same mistake twice? You're going to mm. you're going to go up on the big board and you're going to put in you know and, and unless it is 
digitally were, uh, again, on the sign, yeah, digitally the, then programs to the pump as well. Like I said, I've never worked at a gas station, but that to me sounds more likely because, again, you know, you could do so many things wrong, and guess what? You're not going to go to jail, especially in Northern California, because they're not prosecuting crimes. <laughs> That's an interesting point. Unless you bought $951 worth of gas, which is an average fill-up today, then it's... Yeah. It's, well, unless he admits to having done it, and then that's fifteen thousand. What would you say, fifteen, eighteen thousand dollars? Sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Well, then if he admits to that by going on to YouTube and creating a channel that basically says, "Hi, I'm the guy that did this," and hope you guys are all happy to be my followers now. And, yeah, I don't. That's a, a way to start a new career. I don't know. It just doesn't seem logical to me. That, but again, like I said, never worked at a gas station, so I'm not sure how that works. I, fu- I thought the first guy was going to answer the question in that similar fashion based upon him saying he had worked at a gas station, but I don't think he answered it that way. So I felt that the desire to call in and at least, you know, give my perspective. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's an interesting point of view. The, the, uh, and thank you for calling, Dennis. Uh, you know, the, the gas station, uh, attendant who was fired. He's been on TV and he just says he made a mistake, but it's interesting. You know, did he have to put it in twice? It's a, it is a digital sign out on the screen, right? So it's not like the old signs where you had to go out and move the plastic numbers around. Um, it is digital on the sign. And I would hope the technology is there where you only punch the price in once and it changes the sign and does all of that. I, I would guess that's the reason for having the digital sign, right? But uh, uh, maybe not. And you're right. The, the guy you called first, he suggested that the sign, the the price on the sign isn't necessarily what's programmed in on the pump, um, but maybe it is at that gas station. I don't know. Interesting thing. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. What would you do? How would you handle the situation if you came up to a gas station and it said sixty nine cents a gallon? Would you get gas? Would you tell them? Would you uh, just not do anything? What would be re- your response? What's the right? Move eight 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 five two eight two five five seven is the number. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't go away. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. Good to be with you today, right here in ninety nine point five KKLA. 888-528-2557 is the number. If you want to join our conversation, 888-528-2557. We're talking about the gas station that was selling 69 cent a gallon gasoline accidentally, apparently. And for three hours, they sold gas at that amount. People called their friends and the gas station was a party for a while. And then they discovered it. And then the manager who set the price got fired by the owner. And the uh, question is, you know, in the backdrop here is a report out by Gallup today that said Americans are moral condition is poor, that 87 percent of Americans think that we're headed in the wrong direction, that we're either only fair or poor. Um, 13 percent thinks thinks we're doing morally great. What's the morally right thing to do? Maybe I could even challenge it another way with the gas. Would you get the gas? Is it stealing to get the gas? Um is there some argument that says, well, you know, the oil companies are robbing people and now we get to rob them back? What are the what are your thoughts about that? 888-528-2557. Lori from Laverne, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Lori. Hello. Hi, Lori. Hi Go there. ahead. 
What would you do well, in this situation? I, I don't want. I I think I have a high moral standard, but I also am trusting. If I go to the market mm. and I see eggs are on sale, seventy five cents. I I don't go to the manager and question them. They posted the sign. I'm thinking it. I came on the right day, and I might ah. get two dozen instead of one. So going, uh, I I thank the gas station that I've been. I pay. Thank you for not gouging us because they're next to a gas station. Maybe that's 30 cents more. And I'm thanking them for not hitting us so hard. So I don't want to be thought as demonized if I thought, wow, what a deal, and got my gas. I guess the true test would be after the fact, knowing that this young man lost his job. I hope that I would go back and say, wow. You shouldn't have lost your job. I'd like to pay my gas bill in full. Hmm. That is an interesting uh, perspective. I think you're right. I think there are some people who would say, wow, this is a blessing from God, right? I'm going to save some money, and they're not gouging me, or there's a deal going on. You know, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth, right? I'm not going to question it, you know. Uh, But then later you would find out, and then you would go back. I'm wondering about that. How many people are going to go back now that this guy lost his job? Um do you go back? That's an interesting question there. Um, I think you would. You're supposed to go back and, you know, give back change if you got too much change for something, right? So, right. All right. Right. Like, yeah. yes, the lady hands you a five instead of a one, and you go, whoops, you made a mistake. Right. I interesting. Hope, I hope people do that. I I'll bet maybe, some people do. Maybe some good people stand up and go back to the station. Yep. All right, Lori, good call. Interesting uh, perspective there. See, that's an interesting, that's something I love about this kind of topic because, People, we all have different things on our hearts and minds sometimes, and and God's the one. Jesus is the one who knows what's on our heart ultimately. He knows if we're being deceptive or if we are, you know, pretending to be naive or if we are just outright a thief, you know, he knows what we're trying to do. But uh, people, I do think, come about it from different perspectives just based on, you know, their demeanor, their, you know, their personality and the way they think of the world. 888-528-2557 is the phone number. If you want to join our conversation, what would you do? 888-528-2557. Danielle from Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Danielle. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to share my thoughts. Yeah. What would you do? Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Philippians 4, 8, and it's finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And I know that when I get up in the morning, I have to choose to decide, A, is God faithful, and also am I faithful to who I proclaim to be? So if I rolled up and I saw 69 cents, the first thing I thought I would think, honestly, is that I think there's an error. I'm not quite sure they're giving away gas today. And so if I pulled up, I would go in first and just say, you know what, I just want to be clear before I do this. Is your gas price, are they really, is it six ninety nine? And just confirm it. There's nothing wrong with being, uh, with being, with inquiring and just yeah. asking the question. Because I think in the end, 
whether or not the young man did it intentionally, when if it was an accident and he got fired, there it could have been prevented by just honest people asking a question. And so mm. I think the right thing to do is to inquire and do what's right. And if I was someone who had spent the 69 cents and I found out the guy was fired because I genuinely believe that it was a it was a low cost day, then uh-huh. I would easily go back and I would pay. Yeah, all right, that's a good a good point there. I've got that uh, thank you Danielle for your call. I think um I'm wondering how many people's conscience would be bothering them. Like if you, if you really thought it was 69 cents, I suppose you'd have a conscience about it. But if you knew it was wrong, then you, your conscience should have been on you before you ever did it. Um, and I wonder how many people might be going back. There's some kind of uh, GoFundMe page. I won't give it out, but uh, to try to raise the money. But the, the gas station's probably insured. The guy lost his job, but he won't be, uh, he's not liable for it uh, unless they could prove that he did it on purpose as somebody suggested. I think working at a gas station is a tough job. Do you work at a gas station? Let us know what you think about this. It'd be really interesting to get uh, more people who work at a gas station, or maybe you used to, your perspective. good friend of mine worked in a gas station when I was in college, and I walked in the door one day, and a big plaque on the wall behind her, and it said she was employee of the month. And I said, that's amazing. You're employee of the month. How did you get this job? We were in college. She was a college student. I said, how did you get to be employee of the month? And she said, I got robbed the most times last month. <laughs> and I laughed and I said, for real? She goes, yeah, that's how you get to be employee of the month here. Whoever gets robbed the most, you're automatically employee of the month. That's an interesting job, I guess, you know, and uh, it, does that happen that often? I guess it does. That's why they got the bulletproof glass, you know, over the little place where you stand in some of these places anymore. 888-528-2557 is the number. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. Good to be with you. We're talking about what you would do what is the right thing to do, morally speaking, if you came across 69 cent a gallon gas that uh, happened just like what happened up in the uh, Sacramento area at a gas station where for three hours people pumped 69 cent a gallon gas. Apparently it was a mistake and uh, the station lost $16,000. What would you do? 888-528-2557. Maureen and Torrance, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Scott. Hi, Maureen. Um, I'd be really excited to see that song, yep. and I'd probably tell all my friends, but I never pay at the pump. I go inside, and I'm the type that opens my mouth up too much, so I'd probably say, hey, what a deal, you know, 69 cents, and then they'd look at me and say, uh-uh. You know, <laughs> so hopefully that's, that's what they would say. You know, that's but, interesting, um, too, because that's yeah, different. That's Hold on a second. That... Yeah, because that's different than just going in and saying, hey, is this a mistake? You would go in and say, hey, what a deal, which would be the same thing. It would be tipping the guy off that the price is wrong. (laughs) Somebody must have done that, right? Working in the gas station is not uh, easy, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's it's a hard job. So anyway, take care. God bless. All right, Maureen, God bless you. Thank you for calling and listening to Southern California Live, 888-528-2557 is the number if you want to talk about what you would do. You know, when we when we look at this uh, Gallup poll about the moral direction of the United States, what is interesting here, and, you know, I think it kind of fits in, is that when it breaks down, there's some breakdowns that they have of these different things. And um, <clears throat> what is very interesting is what do you think people think the biggest problem is morally? 
like if you were going to think about it, okay, so 87% of Americans think that the moral values in the United States are really bad. So 78% think they're getting worse. So most people, what would you say they're referring to? Um, would you say they're referring to issues like the transgender issue or um, sexual behavior issues? Is that what we're talking about? Are we talking about truthfulness, lying, telling lies? Are we talking about um, just general honesty? Are we talking about people being selfish? What would you say the poll would find out? Um, when you break it down in some different ways, and I'll tell you that here in just a minute, it, they tried to break it down also by by different partisans, okay? So is it mostly Republicans who think it's going in the wrong direction or Democrats who, you know, or independents? How does it work out? Um, there's more Republicans than Democrats who are saying that the overall state of moral values in the country are are bad, but it's Democrats too. For Republicans, 72% of Republicans said that they're poor. So almost three out of four Republicans said that the moral state of our country is poor. Independence, it's 44%, 36% of Democrats. So that's a pretty wide range there of a view of our country. But what is interesting in this poll, I guess they've been conducting it on these graphs at uh, the Gallup website. It goes all the way back to 2002. It stayed roughly the same, Democrats, Republicans, everybody across the board, um, until recently. And an interesting thing happened. In uh, 2020, right about the time of the shutdown, Republicans started to have a much better feeling about the country. Um, We're headed in the wrong direction. It dipped. So I think for whatever reason, for Republicans, they must have felt like uh, maybe it just means people more conservative or something. They felt like, hey, you know what? What we're seeing during this pandemic is people really helping each other out. People uh, going the extra mile. And that happened, right? We saw some as rough as the pandemic was and, and terrible, and, and there's a lot of bad effects of the shutdown, you know, schools and kids and things. But, you know, we saw some good character in our country. We saw people taking care of each other. We we didn't see too many people scalping their toilet paper. We we saw people work really hard to do these drive-through birthday parties. Remember that? It was kind of a drag, but at the time it was just wonderful to see people. I can see where people did that. Democrats, independents stayed about the same. But it skyrocketed in 2021. Republicans, the worst ever in the 20 years of this poll, 72%. And Democrats uh, had been thinking the country is getting better morally. um, And it's also jumped quite a bit since just since last year. So what is it that people are actually saying here? Um, Americans' outlook for the state of moral values in the United States, 78% of the whole, uh, think it's not going well. The outlook, if you break it up by uh, people's uh, partisan position, 93% of Republicans think that the state of moral values in the U.S. is getting worse. Uh, 68% of Democrats think that it's getting worse. So when you ask the question that way, 74% then of independents think it's getting worse. So more than two-thirds of everybody, and it's three-quarters of the country, think that the state of moral values in the U.S. is getting worse. Now, when we come back for the break, I'm going to tell you What they think is the top moral problem, and I think you'll find this interesting. What is the top moral problem in our country, according to people surveyed in this Gallup poll? You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. You can join our conversation by calling 888-528-2557. We'll be back in just a moment on this Wednesday edition of SoCal Live. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Scott Furrow with you. 
888-528-2557. We're having a, I think it's been a really good conversation, actually, about the gas prices, right? And the gas, not the gas prices, but the 67 cent a gallon gas that people were able to buy for three hours at a store outside, a gas station outside of Sacramento. And uh, the poor guy got fired, the manager who uh, supposedly mistakenly set the price at 67, 69 cents a gallon and lost $16,000 in just three hours. That tells you how expensive the gas is. I'm, I, uh, I wonder if people are justifying it. Some of the good conversation that we've had is, you know, would people um, go back later? Like if you bought that gas and you thought it was legitimate or maybe you knew it was kind of, uh, you know, not right, but you thought, you know what, I'm going to stick it to these guys and I'm going to take the gas. I mean, are you feeling bad later and you go back and, and you know, what do you do? Um, it's a very interesting thing. But in the background of this, I want to get into this uh, Gallup poll that talked about the morality. Before the break, I said uh, we would tell you what this poll is actually claiming. So 50% of Americans say that the direction of uh, morality in the United States of moral values, the state of moral values, is poor. 50%, half the country, it's the highest in 10 years, highest ever in this poll. Uh, 50% of the country say the status of moral values is poor. That's the lowest rating. Uh, another 37% say only fair, which is also a negative rating. And then there is um, fair, which is 13, 12% and 1% thinks it's excellent. And I asked before the break, what is it that you think people might have actually been thinking about? Were they thinking about the different sexual issues that are in the in behaviors that are in the country, the the dishonesty that we see so often, the anger, the frustration that we're feeling the divisions, you know, what, what is it morally, what's causing, and especially in the past year, right? When in the last year, Republicans, independents, and Democrats, all that number has jumped significantly. Well, here's what the poll actually breaks it down. It breaks it down into what are the areas uh, that you think are the most important problem with the state of moral values in the country today. And I found this surprising, but I also find it to be relatively right. I'll tell you why, like biblically right. Here's why. The number one reason, the number one most important problem, according to this poll, with the state of moral values in the country today, is the consideration of others. Meaning that the way we are treating each other, the way we are considering each other, as most people are finding to be immoral. That was the largest uh, number of people, 18% of all those people said, that's our biggest problem. And I thought, that's interesting, right? Because I would have thought it would have been more specific to some specific area. So other things listed here, uh, racism or discrimination, that's gone from uh, in 10 years, 2% to 8%. I think that's under, you know, people would expect that jump to be there. Lack of faith or religion, that's actually gone down. So I think people are misunderstanding maybe the morals a little bit, but it's only 10 to 7. Lack of morals, that stayed the same in 10 years. Sense of entitlement, basically the same. Uh, Lack of family structure, this is another interesting one because the lack of family structure being a moral problem in 2012, 10% said that was one of our problems. It would have been the second biggest reason in 2012. It's down to five, half. So half of the people have changed their mind about what they think our biggest problem is, not just the family structure. Uh, abortion, TV, media, internet, lack of education, crime, violence, dishonesty, integrity, personal accountability, greed, and selfishness. Those are the other things people listed. But consideration of others was the big one. And I thought about this biblically, 
and I thought I'd make this analogy. I think that's probably right. I think that the rest of those things, all of those other things, they all hang on consideration of others, right? Racism, lack of uh, morals, sense of entitlement, lack of family structure, abortion, uh, education, crime, violence, dishonesty, integrity, those things, all of those things kind of hang on consideration of others, right? It's we are struggling in those areas because we don't consider others greater than ourselves. We don't consider others worth or worthy of our lifting them up and encouraging. And it's interesting to me that Americans see this. I would, if I could really dig in the numbers, it's, it looks like we don't get it, uh, like we don't get why. And that's another big problem is we, we know we're doing it wrong. We're just not sure, you know, culturally how to get it back. But I thought about this. You know, when Jesus was asked famously, you know, what's the greatest commandment? Um, and he was asked by people who were frustrated, okay? Uh, Jesus had, uh, you know, put to shame the Sadducees and the Pharisees, and they were all frustrated with his teachings. And they got together and they said, teacher, what's the greatest commandment in the law? And it was a trick question designed to get Jesus to commit, you know, to um, one thing or another. Think about that. If you were asked, you know, what's the greatest issue in our country, you might pick inflation, or you might pick morality issues, abortion, or you might pick the gender issues, or you might pick pick education, crime. And then you would be asked, I suppose, to defend it, right? And real specifically, like really is inflation the biggest problem? You know, it is for a lot of people, but most people are are buying the gas, you know. Uh, And you would have some kind of theological debate about it. That's the kind of thing they were trying to get Jesus to. Instead, Jesus says, you know, to the question, what is the greatest commandment in the law? He says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and prophets hang on those two commandments. And I thought it's interesting to me that this Gallup poll of Americans, that the number one, the thing they think is the biggest problem, where overwhelmingly Americans think morally we're on the wrong path. And I suppose the 13% who in this poll said morally we're on a better path or things are excellent, you know, it's probably, if you really think that and you weren't just trying to dodge the question, maybe maybe 13% of our country doesn't really believe in God or any sort of higher morality and therefore morality doesn't really matter. I don't know if people even get that philosophical. I think people, uh, you know, some people do obviously, but I think 87%, 87%, we're going in the wrong direction. But when they said that the biggest reason is consideration of others, I think that's right. Because all of the rest of these things, racism, morals, uh, the moral behavior, which it, it always affects somebody else, lack of family structure, sense of entitlement, that's always about, all of these are about putting somebody else beneath you, right? Um, lack of education, you know, we... We don't value education like we need to in this country. It's scary how little we value education. We value graduation. We want to see people graduate and put the hat on and move the thing over and get the piece of paper. But we are graduating people who can't read. And we're graduating people who aren't going to excel in life because we're not educating everybody the same way we used to. We're afraid, right, to to hold people back. Who's that on? Is that on the, the student or the the system educating them? I think that's on the adults, right? That's on the ones who I think we're saying it it feels too bad to hold a kid back who can't read. It feels too bad to fail a kid. It feels too bad to show somebody they're not doing a good job or to hold them back. So we're just going to push them along. 
See, I think it's decidedly unloving to do that because you are moving them eventually out of your care, but into a world that's not going to care, a world that is going to put them down because they don't have that education where one more year of doing it or having some tutoring or, or having a little bit of shame and, Hey, you didn't work hard enough. Uh, and you are smart enough and uh, you need to work harder. So, I mean, every one of these issues, everything that we're struggling with consideration of others, I think is the key. And I think that's one of the things that Jesus is saying were the top commandments. The Pharisees wanted him to name something and then they could debate it. Instead, he said, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself, and all of the commands hang on those. And I would propose that we're seeing that play out here in what Americans are thinking. I find it interesting just theologically, right, because we're going to stand before Jesus one day, and I don't know how many things we're going to get questioned about, but he's going to know what's on our heart. And maybe he's going to say, hey, when you bought that 69-cent gas at that gas station, you knew you were stealing from that, that company or those people. A guy got fired. Uh, what were you thinking? Uh, you know, he knows what's on our heart. And I think ultimately it's going to be consideration of others. See, when we take advantage of a situation and we know that we're taking advantage, somebody else gets hurt by that. This guy got fired. Um, the the company, okay, big oil company lost $16,000. Maybe that, you know, if you're thinking of big oil, that they hardly notice it, you think, right? But that station that has employees you know, fired one person, it might mean they have to cut somebody else's job, at least temporarily, or people have to take pay cuts. You know, people making probably minimum wage, the people who are like my friend, employee of the month, simply because they got robbed the most time, that's a hard life. You know, it affects people, not just whoever the, the you know, the CEO of, um, you know, I think it was a Shell station, probably doesn't even hear about it. The gas station is probably independently owned. Just a thought about this, and, and you, my friends, this is, this is why repeatedly through the Bible we're told to treat each other well, that what we should be known for is how well we treat people, that we should be known for putting other people above ourselves. That's what it means to, in one regard, to follow Jesus, because that's what he did. He lowered himself for us. He made himself low so that he could sacrifice himself for us. That's the love of Christ that we can show for other people. We should always be considerate for others. We should always care uh, in this way uh, for others. That's living a life worthy of the gospel that we have. Uh, Therefore, Philippians 2, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but the interests of others. That paragraph right there solves American issues. That paragraph, if we believed it, if we believed Jesus, if we knelt his way and said, I want to be like you, it will help us with all of these things we're struggling with, and it would change our direction completely as a country. All right, good hour. We'll be back here in just a few minutes talking about the news of the day and some other things on the second hour of Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. You're listening on 99.5 KKLA. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't go away. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.